well. Where do I begin? With the eye or the hand? Let's begin with the most important thing. Look, Edward, we are glad that you are here and all your family is here. And we are glad that the whole parish is here to celebrate his baptism. That's the most important thing. For three weeks, we have been following one of the most important recollections of Jesus' teachings in the Bible, the Sermon of the Mountain, that can be found in chapters 5, 6, and 7 of the Gospel of Matthew. And these texts are one of the many examples in which Jesus presents his reinterpretation of the law, as well as his understanding about the role of the law in the kingdom of heaven, which is his central message. A vast set of themes are compiled in this sermon, but for sure all of them were important, even controversial, for his disciples and followers. You can find in these three chapters of the Gospel of Matthew themes like how to love your enemies, how to pray and to fast. And the Lord's Prayer is there in those three chapters. Or how to deal with earthly treasures, when to sacrifice personally, what to do with our feelings about vengeance, how to live our spiritual lives, many other themes. And in the text today, Jesus is presenting four specific themes. Anger, adultery, divorce, and swearing. I will not go deeper into each of these themes, but I will try to understand what Jesus' teachings is, are, are saying about um, these new realities that Jesus is trying to communicate. Because at the end, each and every one of these themes um, Although they are very important, um, also they are pointing to the ultimate vision of God's kingdom. Jesus invites his followers to live the law in a new way, not as a ritualistic mandate or a charm against personal disgrace, but as a law that expresses the abundance of the kingdom to come. For Jesus, the kingdom of heavens was at the same time a reality of the present and of the future. God's, ki God's kingdom is yet to come in fullness, but we can already see its signs. And we can begin living the kingdom's values right now. And for that reason, Jesus' interpretation of these laws are also an invitation to live right now the transformational values of the new reality of God. When we see all the laws and themes Jesus is bringing to our attention, they all point to the same idea. If we want to leave God's kingdom now, we are called to restore the relationships with ourselves, with our neighbors, 
and with God. And reconciliation happens in these three dimensions, the self, our neighbors, and God, and it needs to happen in these in-between times of the kingdom. When we see the text, we can see how Jesus talks about reconciliation when anger takes our hearts, or recon reconciliation in our love relationships, in our marriages, and with our families, or reconciliation with our own stories and past, with our principles and values. Today we live in times of constant invitations to live self-centered and the individualistic lives. We are lured to think that we can do everything by ourselves, that our values and our realities are the only ones possible, the correct ones. We are taught to live the American dream, not as a diverse community supporting each other, but as a tireless journey of one against everyone and everything. And we think that we as a nation are predestined to be the light for the international community and that human casualties are necessary to achieve a better cause. And we live in constant fear of losing our false objects of security and comfort. But that's not a reconciled life. The text of the gospel today and all Jesus' teachings are a reminder of how much we still need to reconcile in ourselves with our neighbors and with God. Reconciliation is a kind of tuning, an alignment between our spiritual lives and relationships with God and with God's kingdom. And the best opportunities we live to uh, the best opportunities to live Jesus' teachings are in both our sacraments, which we are celebrating today, baptism and Eucharist. In baptism, we acknowledge that we are not alone, that we don't want to be alone, that we need reconciliation with God in our life, and that becoming Christ forever is the deepest act of reconciliation that God performs in our lives. Today we celebrate God's reconciliation work with Luke Edward in his baptism. And at the same time, we renew our baptismal covenant with God, in which we say yes to God's invitation to be part of something bigger and deeper than ourselves, which is God's people, God's reconciled people. And after baptism, we will gather around the common table, this altar, which is not St. Alban's altar, is God's altar that happens to be at St. Alban's. And we will come together to celebrate Jesus' presence in our midst. And when eating and celebrating together, we will be invited to join angels, archangels, apostles, prophets, and martyrs, past, present, and future saints. We will join Janice, Molchan, and Joe, 
in spirit around that same table in which we are forever reconciled, in which everyone has a space, in which we can find enough spiritual food to nurture our spirits and enough inspiration and courage to go later outside back to our homes and families and friends and extend God's reconciliation with others. Don't we all yearn for deep and meaningful relationships? Don't we want to feel welcome and accepted and cared? Don't we want our brokenness and wounds to be healed and our lives to be nurtured in the deepest way possible? Don't we need to love ourselves? Don't we need to love ourselves as strongly as we want to love our neighbors? We have the opportunities to receive all our answers today and now. And this doesn't mean that our lives will be immediately better or that we won't face obstacles, or that all our needs will be satisfied. This only means that true reconciliation with ourselves, with our neighbors, and with God is something that we can live today. Not because we can, not because we deserve it, but because God made his invitation first. And because, because God's promise of reconciliation is not only for the future, but for now, for here and now. Let's, let's now say yes to God's invitation. Amen.